Hello. Hey, girl. How are you? Good. How are you, my dear? I'm doing good. Won't complain. Won't complain. How was your day Um, productive. Ran a couple of errands, grocery shopped. Um, and right now the kitties are quiet because I gave them their snacks. So I got some time to talk. That's good. Some cooperation. I love it. Meanwhile, I'm on the ranch. I'm locked in a room. (laughs) (laughs) So it's sweet November. My it's like the beginning of my favorite time of the year. Like it's a combination of everything. You know, it's November. We're coming into fall, then winter, um, birthday celebrations, Thanksgiving, Christmas. I just love this time of the year. It is for me, I look forward to my birthday and your birthday. So yeah. Yes. The the, yeah. the celebration month to me. Because not only you, yeah. my siblings have birthdays this month, my cousin has birthdays this month. Yeah. A lot of friends. So it's a month of celebration. Yeah, I think it's the beginning of like celebrations, like back to back to back. And I just I get like a little kid excited. It's like one celebration after the other and I am all for it. I love it. Yeah, man. Oh, well, you have any plans for your birthday? Um, you know, I need to stop planning for my birthday because <laughs> last year I turned 40 and I had this I had Planned. I've been planning since maybe June. And sure enough, I believe, it's not confirmed, people, but I believe I was hit with COVID. I mean, I was bedridden for a good seven to eight days. My birthday fell on a Sunday. I started to feel feverish Friday afternoon. And... I could not open my eyes. Oh, no, I did open my eyes, but it was so red and droopy and the fever was on and off, on and off. Like, I couldn't even pretend to feel well um, to, like, celebrate my birthday. And plus, I thought it was the flu, so I didn't want to be selfish to those I was going to celebrate with to possibly spread the flu on because I thought it was the flu. Um... So this year, I want to celebrate. I want to celebrate. But still, I'm always thankful to be able to see another year in the end. Dag, I'm so... What about you? I don't know. I don't know. I feel like every year I have magnificent plans and then boiling down to it. Because you know I wait last minute to do everything. It is, I don't know what I'm going to do. Last year was amazing. Planned my first cruise and it right. was amazing. So it's kind of like, what can you do during Corona quarantine time? It's mm-hmm. crazy that we're still in quarantine, really, kind of, sort of. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's going to be as fun as that cruise. No, you just want to be on somebody's island. So I don't know. Yeah, I really do. Yes. 
Um, I don't know. I'm always open. Like if I get a nice cake, maybe a nice strawberry shortcake, a nice chocolate cake, and um, and my loved ones, or maybe even just cozy up um on the sofa and watch a show or something. I've had birthdays like that, and I've I've enjoyed those birthdays as well. I've enjoyed going out, and I've enjoyed staying in. It really depends on my vibe during that year, but I've always made the best of it. So I don't know. I don't know. So do I want to do something. Mm-hmm. Do you feel now that you've hit forty? Do you feel like that? What about this next? coming years like you know you just like nine years some 10 years closer to 50 like how do you feel about (laughs) you know you still look amazing you still looking in that 20 somethings but you know what does it feel like to actually really be hitting the numbers girl you know um it's liberating believe it or not I remember I was probably 38 and I remember going to a woman's group like a woman's retreat and one of the wives said that um life begins at 40 and I don't know like that just stayed with me and honestly she's right I feel so I don't know what it is like I came into 40 embracing every single thing embracing myself embracing life just embrace my family at this age and you know being um, a mom of um, two two little ones under the age of four at 40 and it feels amazing it feels amazing cool. I hope when I'm 40 I'm giving off that same energy because right now you know 30 hit me and I'm like whoa what's going on the body feels different these aches and pains feel a little different I'm like what's up I know I hear you all the time when you say oh my gosh I'm 30 I'm so old sometimes <laughs> I don't even want to entertain you you know I don't want to I don't but I'm like to each his own. I can't, you know, project how I feel on you. But so I let you vent, you know. But I'm like, that's you. Speak for yourself. You know, you're getting old, whatever. I I don't feel that way. I don't I don't even think about 50. I don't think about 45. I just I am living right now in the moment. Um I don't have any regrets I love who I am today and that is based off of what we've always said our experience so off of my experience I I love the woman that I have become and am becoming for each chapter um in my life I I just love it you know um I, I get a bit aches and pains and things of that sort a lot of times I feel like I I kind of sum it up to the girls and them sleeping on the bed and kind of pushing us off the bed. But um, I I have had to um, change my diet. I have had to even change my exercise routine because I can't do my high-intensity training um, as much as I would like. You know, it, it, it feels different. 
you know it's a bit tiring so i i don't have that longevity the way i did however i've learned to modify it to make it still work for my body even the food everything that i love to eat all of that has to be done in moderation moderation because my body is not responding like my metabolism is definitely not up there so i have to work to stay healthy you know keep fit you know the look that i want i have to work for it and it's okay i'm okay with that you know and i would say those are my changes that i've seen and i'm okay with it you know new chapter something different okay i hear you i hear you so what would you tell your 30 year old self what would you tell your 20 year old self um at 20 i was very carefree i i don't think i really gave anything a second thought i think at 30 i um i was a bit more cautious i was a bit more cautious and i had a lot of older individuals kind of oh i've allowed a lot of more seasoned individuals um kind of play with my emotions meaning like you're not married yet like you're buying a condo and you don't you're not even married yet so like you know like you're just taking charge at your age I already had kids and it started to play like I started to entertain that thought like okay I'm 30 I'm 32 I'm 33 I'm not married yet I'm 34 I'm 35 I'm not married yet okay it's time for me to settle down okay it's time for me to have kids so I put a lot of pressure on myself in my 30s and that wasn't fear to me and I don't think it's fear to others when you know you're it's almost like you're badgering that person how are you not married yet how are you not this how are you not that you know like you're too independent how are you going to find a man that, um you sure you want to have kids by the time you hit um 37 35 these are things that i i allowed into my mind and i allow it to play hard on me and i think i was very hard on myself in my 30s and if i were to speak to myself at 30 i would say just go with the flow go with the flow enjoy embrace and go with the flow what's for you will be for you because that pressure then made me do stupid things or make stupid mistakes when it could have been avoided you know um i think some things could have been avoided but because of the pressure i put on myself i even allowed um toxic relationships stayed in toxic relationships you know because i wanted this thing so bad just because everybody else thought i should have it by then by now mm. and that that wasn't fair really really deep Yeah. And being married, I think I got married at 36. Yeah, I think I'm at 36 cuz I think I had Adrian at maybe 36, 37. And you know, no regrets. No regrets because at that age for me, 
I was ready. I was mentally, emotionally, spiritually, physically ready. Um, and I'm thankful for that. And I tell my younger sisters and um, that you don't have to rush. You know, it, it may seem that way, but you don't have to rush. You know, many, many of us women, we're having babies um, at 40, after 40, healthy babies, health, healthy babies. You just need the right um, practitioner to walk you through. But the pressure, that pressure in terms of our biological clock is ticking, ticking and it's too much pressure where we 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 stay in relationships we probably have no business in entertaining or staying in longer than um a couple of months and again that's just my experience but is it a feeling because i I just that part i really don't get like is it a feeling Mm -hmm. like you're getting old so you might as well settle down like what is it about like young women or you know us young women holding on to relationships, whether it be, you know, intimate relationships or friendships longer than we need to be, you know, as mm-hmm. a young age. For me, I think the fear of change, right? The fear of, and change meaning like, now I got to start all over. Like I've been with this person for this long, you know, even though this person may not be that good for me, mm, are there anybody else? Will there be anybody else better? Right? So it's the fear of changing. Um, the fear of probably not finding someone else. Right? Or how. And if you do. Now I got to probably wait two more years to find someone else. You know. So I might as well just stick this one through. Because who knows when I'm going to meet someone else. You know. And let's be very real and honest. Good men are very very hard to come by you're not always going to find them at church so i'm going to be very honest right because they're playing the field too and if anything they're probably juggling four and five females in either in the same church or different church right um you know people are skeptic about like meeting people at bars or lounges or parties because you just don't really know um online dating it's a hit or miss so it's the fear, the fear of thinking like, let me stick this through and see how far or, you know, I maybe I could change it. You know, if he sees that I'm doing this, I'm committed, I'm wifey material, whatever. It's the fear um, of moving forward alone or the fear of not being married and not being a mother. That fear, like I said last week, it cripples it cripples us into certain things and into the decisions we sometimes make. Um, I don't know. Cause I feel like even from my experience dating one of those nigga before I was married, I feel like mm-hmm. you're good guys out there, but we don't want the good guys, right? Mm-hmm. We, we want the good guys with a little bit of edge. Right, because the good guys are, mm-hmm. you know, they they they're too perfect, they're too cookie cutter, and you know, we want a little bit of excitement, you know. So we mm-hmm. we want the mysterious guy, we want the guy that just lives life on the edge just a little bit, 
you know do you think that that impacts the the search in or maybe us being too young to even know what it is that we really want mostly what you know should i say what we really need it does impact so you have a really good point um i i've told mo before like he's definitely not my quote unquote type and i say that because he's so different from what i'm used to dating i've always dated pretty much the same guy with a different face and when i say that i mean personality um sense of humor just like like the socioeconomic status like i've dated pretty much as, as much as i thought i've moved on they all came packaged just differently but it was the same characteristic that i kept being attracted to and after the relationship right before moon once i got out of that relationship i took like a year praying on myself because my prayer to god was i keep choosing the same guy and i need and if i want if i'm looking for marriage and and someone stable i need you to show me someone else that i would not necessarily like give a second look and mo is not a ugly man at all he's very handsome it's just his personality is different his whole um like his whole the everything he does is just different you know like the way he moves and it's just different from what i have grown up dating mo is not that one to wear tims right and guys are dating they wear tims um you know he's not one for jeans like that he's more like into soft pants and boat shoes and you know his little hat cute but different right and so i had i'm really prayed i prayed on myself because i'm like lord i don't know what it is either from my past that i keep choosing the same guy and i need you to step in and show me something different so that was my prayer and i did that for um an entire year mm. okay 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 and you know what that yeah. is- so when he came around it was easy for us to just gel it was so organic everything about my relationship with mo was 100% different from what i had i was used to everything about him was different from what i was used to and i embraced it because it's what i prayed for hmm and that's powerful and as you got older you knew what to pray for like yeah tailor the tailor those prayers Mhm yeah and i mean you know honestly we have to pray not just for the man or whatever to change a lot of times we're not praying for ourselves a lot of times we're not being honest with ourselves right um there were things that i felt was being pointed out to me from not just this route last week but did that last relationship kind of made me stop and really reflect and then as the more i reflected the more i saw where i fell short and 
in those shortcomings is what I kept praying over, praying over, praying over, and just asking for God to change me. Um, you know, for me to be more understanding, for me to be more patient, for me to like just different things. I asked him to, to show me and instill within me. And, um, I felt like those prayers were answered because again, when Mo showed up, it was just easy. A lot of things were just easy to kind of go with, you know, um, and I didn't have to ask for much because he was just very transparent. And that's not what I was used to. I, you know, you have to pull things out of guys. Whitmore was very, he was very transparent. This is what he's looking for. Um, and this is where he wants to see where we go. And it was just different. And I was thankful for that. Yeah, he came around at the right time. Mm-hmm. So let me ask you, how does it feel for you? It's funny because you and I, we're so close, but yet we're so different in age, in personality, even though we're the same month, you know, my goodness, (laughs) we're we're like opposites, yet we connect, right? Mm -hmm. Um, I've dated, you know, I've, I've, dated multiple men I would say and I can't say I don't want to speak to you you know I think you know Jerry was your main guy that I know because when you and I like really connected Jerry is the only one I know right and so how is it for you now with saying like you've been with Jerry for this long and just like aging and dating and stuff like how would what would you say to yourself now in your 20s because you're in your early 30s so what would you say to your younger self Dang, I don't know you know because I feel like I live my best life in my 20s <laughs> and this is true and I kind of want to go back <laughs> oh gosh you know, the, level, the level of carefree the level of just living life on the edge just doing what you want to mm-hmm. do picking up to go here and there like you know I love that I live for that um mm-hmm. but, you know, being with Jerry was just kind of like a, a plus but we kind of like grew up together if that makes mm-hmm. sense mm-hmm. we transitioned like we finished college and then we were in the workforce you know and then mm-hmm. we committed to each other yeah so he, he took up most of my 20s man it was a point in the <laughs> A point in we broke up for a little bit, but I wasn't really dating. To me, it's just kind of like Jerry. I wouldn't consider him like my type, my type. But like you said, mm-hmm. like, preferred, like rougher guys or whatever. But I'm still, as I got, uh, I guess as I was a little bit more mature, like I saw what those type of guys brought to the table, right? Mm-hmm. And even in my experience in dating like a few not really many is just kind of like it's just always some type of drama going on so it's like for jerry it's just kind of like we never got bored of each other Mm -hmm. but not that you know he's not rough at all (laughs) Mm -hmm. he's not like you know he's straight to the simple like you know sometimes he wouldn't even talk as much i used to have to pull words out of him all the time Mm -hmm. But it was interesting. It was always cool. I enjoyed the getting to know him process. Um, but you know, the twenties, I don't know. I can't think about my twenties. 
The only thing that I wish I did was live in another country. Mm-hmm. And I'm trying to convince Jerry that we should do that, but I don't think it's going to happen. And I'm still trying. <laughs> you know, I'm still trying. That's the only thing that I would say. But what would I tell my 20-year-old son? Like, it's going to be okay. Right, you don't have to mm-hmm. live up to other people's standards or other people's ideals. Like mm-hmm. it could be okay. You could create your world. You can live your dreams, right? And mm-hmm. just go for it. You know, because there's certain things that I wanted to do. Even though, like, I enjoyed my twenties, there's certain things that I wanted to do, but I hindered because of what um, other people thought or mm-hmm. you know, my fears or whatever. You know, I still tried, but I didn't like pursue if that made sense like so if i try instance i wanted to go to this design go go to this design um program in ohio i applied Mm -hmm. you know i didn't get in i was so crushed you know i thought that that was something i was really wanting to do but i was like oh you know what maybe i don't really need to do that i need to go a different route which i did Mm -hmm. that i kind of like did that for myself even though i do not but you, what's the word? Regret how my life is or how it turned out. It turned out pretty well. I don't know where I would have been, you know? But that's what I would say. So that would be my advice to my friend. Just go after your dreams. Do it no matter what. Do it scared. And you never know what's going to happen. Right. Are you afraid of getting older? Um, like aging? an agent in terms of like just numbers um physically i don't know physically yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> in terms of numbers i was never i'm oh i'm always a live in the moment type of person so right kind of still amazes me i'm crazy it kind of amazes me that i'm still alive and christ didn't come yet right because i'm just kind of mm-hmm. you I really let's think about life in the moment in right now. So it's kind of like if you would say, oh, how would you plan the next thing for you? I couldn't tell you because I kind of live in the right now things, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. It, as in regards to getting older, it really hit me because it's like now I need to wear my glasses more often. You know, and I was telling you about these aches and pains, girl. I'm like, Dad, is this what old people got to do? And I got 20 more years for this? I never know. I need to get, lose some weight, get into shape because this is not cool. I don't, I can't imagine being 30 with this pain and then I'll be 40 and 50 and it's only going to get worse. And then I'm just watching oh my God. as they get older, you know, having aches and pains and the arthritis. I'm like, damn. And I was like, I need to do something because I need to be in my in my best physical shape. That's all I care about, girls. The ease and pain in mm-hmm. in my eyesight. Like, I, I need to really work on that. <laughs> so the physical part of the agent is really a concern for me. But the other stuff, not really. Not really. Okay, that's good. It's still, it's still. Yeah, and I, I think some things you could just iron out. You know, but again, all of that requires discipline, you know, like discipline for you to um, obtain what you're seeking. Absolutely. Absolutely. I still can't believe that I'm a parent, you know, I don't know. Life is weird. You just, it's like, I'm going to be 
in 10 years, I'm going to be 40. My kids are going to be preteens. And I'm like, what in the world am I going to do with that? Like, what am I going to do with a whole teenager? I'm going to be like, lost in the sauce, girl. See, and I don't even think that far ahead. (laughs) (laughs) I don't even think that far ahead. Like, listen... I'm enjoying it now. I got two young ones. I don't even think about, oh, I'm going to be 50 and they're going to be this, whatever. I think, I guess the only thing I think about if I'm thinking ahead is that I want to be physically and mentally fit for them, to to keep up with them. You know, so I think that, and I think I'm working towards that to be able to keep up with them. So um, I think that's the only thing I think about when um, I'm thinking years ahead. Yeah, that is that is for me too. Because I want, when my kids are older, I want to be, oh, that's your mom or your sister? I don't know. Maybe my goals are vain. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, whatever works for you. Whatever <laughs> helps motivate you, Candace, go for it. <laughs> There's this quote where um I hold on to and I'm not sure who it's by, but it says, Every next level of your life will demand a different you. And I take that in so many different um, parts of my life. You know, it's not just, okay, every year I'm getting older, but that level of being married, so that level of being a wife, you know, that level of being a mom, um, the level of being a better version of myself for myself and for my family and for my friends all of that requires a like this this different demand however I embrace it I embrace it I kind of adjust it to what works for me and make me happy and then it can work for everyone else that made them happy so I think I think we need to just stay focused as we are, um, as we celebrate a, a new year. You know, as we celebrate a new year, it's for us to embrace it and say, okay, what do I desire of myself? You know, what could my friends and family possibly desire from me and what could I give to them? That's so true because when thinking about aging, I'm learning now, like, you can always. What's the word? You can always be the person you want to be. Mm-hmm. And I think that's important to know, right? Because sometimes when you're in your 20s and you think about life, you're like, oh, by 30, if I don't accomplish this, like I'm, you know, I'm a failure or X, Y, and Z, which is not the case. Mm-hmm. Right? You can always redefine and repurpose the direction that your life is going. Like each year, each milestone, each each day is an opportunity to change that right to mm-hmm. be a person there's 
the things that we hold on to is not holding on to us. And I think that's something, you know, that's something that we need to always keep in our minds as we continue to grow, right? Whether Mm -hmm. it's friends or if it's a job or if it's, you know, a spouse, a significant other, whatever it is, right? Uh We We hold on to those people. We hold on to those things and we allow it to hold us back. And once we want the person that we want to be, sometimes we have to let go. Um, in order to be our best self, so I feel like what yeah. is powerful, like that, continuing to redefine yourself, and you know, each time evaluate your purpose and where you're going, and who the best, being the best that you can be at every level, mm-hmm. at every stage, those yeah. that matter. You know, right? I feel like that is so important and significant. Absolutely. Yeah, and do it and be unapologetic about it, you know. Um, screw what anybody else has to think, you know. Don't leave, lose your sleep or your appetite over it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think it goes back to one of our podcasts where I'm like, be comfortable in saying no, mm-hmm. you know. And... Once you're comfortable in saying no, the happier and more comfortable you are and you take back your time, you take back your power, you take those things back. And as you get older, it's like this peace, this peace that you desire and you seek out. I mean, the only drama I entertain right now is from my real housewives of Atlanta, (laughs) sometimes Beverly Hills and Potomac. Like those are the three, like I, I'm all for their drama, but anything that comes close to me, like, don't call me with drama. Don't knock on my door with it. Like, yeah, I don't know about that life. You know, I live vicariously through my real housewives and I'm comfortable with that. I am quite okay with that. I feel you. I'm learning that my, my time is mine right and you always mm-hmm. say, oh, you gotta say no I'm learning that you know if someone calls you you don't have to answer the phone right away you don't even have to return the phone call the same day right right you have to evoke responses immediately right you don't have to give people your time so readily and easily especially when it is not reciprocated. And you kind of know, right? Some people, yeah. are, there's different things and different demands, but it's kind of like when you know that when you need this person to answer that text, to answer that phone call, and then they're not there to do that or they won't make themselves available, right? Like things right. happen when it's convenient for them. It's just kind of just learning to fall back, you know? Let people do and be who they are. Oh, that's another thing. You cannot change nobody from the rooter to the tutor. You can't change nobody. The only thing you could do is adjust yourself so that you can have that peace and that's how you that peace of mind and how you live your life and what you don't do. Absolutely. Embrace getting older. Embrace growing, embrace being a better version of yourself. Take time for yourself, and whatever, however your birthday may look, 
you know, celebrations are good with other friends and family, but sometimes it's okay to celebrate by yourself and reflect and be thankful. Um, and I think I've done all of the above, you know, I think, um, I think it's in the Bible where it says there's a time, a time for laughing, a time for crying, you know, so it applies like there is a time for everything and for that birth and a time for growing old, getting old. And I am thankful for it because at 16, I lost a friend through because of violence someone just did not like him and they took it upon themselves to take his life you know and I think about that still because at 40 it's like wow I got to see 40 when Mm -hmm. others have not made it this far so those are little things I reflect on those are the things that allow me to be thankful and yeah those are the things that um it it helps propel and for me to embrace just getting older i love that but we have to embrace it embrace the journey embrace your journey and appreciate the day the moment and the opportunities that you have today on that note until next time yes this was beautiful thank you and of course we're going to celebrate and enjoy our birthdays I can't wait Um, I plan on buying a whole bunch of different cupcakes um, (laughs) every week (laughs) I've been on a no carb lifestyle so therefore I did that just so I can have a cupcake every single week um, for the rest of the month. All right, girl. I hear you. (laughs) I'm going to live my best life, Candice. I'm living my best life. And knowing my daughter, Adrian, she's going to help me with my cupcakes. (laughs) For sure. It's really funny. She's just going to let you see. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Pretty much. All right, girl. We'll talk soon. Yes, we will definitely catch up again. Hugs and kisses. Hugs and kisses.